in the venue, September 20th, right across the hallway. Now, let me invite up my friend Josh as he uh, prepares to teach us about the spiritual inventory. Thank you, brother. We missed it today, Sam. You let us down without the wave there, Sam. <laughs> we love Sam. He is our comic relief around here in many different ways. My name is Josh, and I'm in recovery from sexual addiction, and I'm an adult child as well. Hi, everyone. Welcome, everyone. As you can see right here, we have this word called inventory up here. And some of you might be thinking, you guys have been on inventory forever. Because um, that's the truth. And in fact, when, we, when you do a step study, uh, you're, like, you're in a whole book that's all about the four-step inventory. Uh, because it usually takes the longest time to get through, to be able to process through situations. And so here's another uh, another lesson today to hopefully encourage you to unpack a little bit more of that inventory that maybe we ask God to go, God, can you help me see some of the dysfunctional habits that I have, some of the dysfunctional um, areas of my life, whether that's in my family, whether that's in my mind, whether that's my attitude towards the church, whatever. God, help me to unpack this inventory because I want to discover my part. Let me highlight this over and over and over again in my lesson today. The whole point of an inventory is to get to the very last column where it says my part. And so I hope that we can understand that concept that I have a part in everything that has happened to me. Now, for some of you, you I might, I might I probably just offended you right there. Well, you don't know what they did. Oh my gosh, they did this and they did that. I understand, and I'm so sorry that some of you had to go through a lot of different things. I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to be insensitive. But there are those things that are still holding me hostage internally. I'm still blaming. I'm still, in, I'm, I'm still living like a victim. And I'm not pursuing a healing place, which is discovering how I respond to these dysfunctional things that have happened to me. Right? There's a lot of things that, are, that is in that list. So let's take a little bit of a review. Um, I like reviews because I like directions. I like to know what's going on. So step one is this is this aspect of realizing I'm not God, even though I've tried to play God, even though I had these crazy expectations of my spouse, I've had crazy expectations of my kids, I've had crazy expectations of my parents, that, that every single one of them should be perfect and they should not hurt me. Realize I'm not God, okay? And so it's a very humble step to be in, and I hope we've been there. And for some of us that have been here in a while, maybe we need to go back to step one, too, sometimes, don't we? It's also a step where we are in denial and realize that we have issues in our life. In step one, we admit powerlessness that I have addictions or compulsive behaviors, and I'm powerless 
to not act out on those things. I seem to keep doing them over and over and over again. In step two, I have a humbling heart change that my ways are not working. It's a matter of the heart. It's a, it's a, my ways are not working in my life. And that's partially the reason why we're here. That we're finally realizing that our ways are not working. In step two, we also realize that he is the one that can restore sanity to my life. And when I say he, we mean here at Celebrate Recovery, Jesus can bring forth sanity in my life. The problem is we think we have the solution in those things. In step three, we surrendered our will and our life. We surrendered a will that his ways are better than mine and we also choose to surrender our life where we choose Jesus or we reject him. There is no in between. We choose Jesus or we reject him and we hope that in step three you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. You put your faith in his sacrifice and what he did for you and Currently, we're in step four right now, and we've been in a journey in step four here a little bit. About a month and a half ago, we talked about needing a, needing a sponsor. So as we go through these steps, we need someone to walk this journey with us. And a couple weeks later, we talked about what a moral inventory is and what a moral inventory, how it can help us in our life and how we need to unpack this then we looked at a couple weeks ago, B shared a, an, a, an amazing lesson. She was amazing. And, and she talked about how to do an inventory entry, how to adequately do an inventory entry. So if you're going through the steps, please do it with a sponsor because sometimes when we look at a worksheet, we have no idea what we're doing. We need to go to someone who's actually done an inventory and ask them, what do I do? Those simple steps. And hopefully we can unpack to get to my part. That is the goal of an inventory, to discover my part. Not their part, not all of their part. My part, discover my part. And a couple weeks ago, Scott examined four areas of our lives that, that we probably need to make an inventory entry on. And so I'm just gonna kind of throw that out there. If you've been here for a long time, how many of you probably need to make an inventory entry right now? Yes. Thank you for your willingness to raise your hand there. Because the fact of the matter is, when we do an inventory entry, and we go through a step study, we, we come to realize, like, we're not fixed. <laughs> we still have issues. We still have struggles. We still have worries. We still have anxiety. People anger us. And so we still need to do these inventory entries. So this is not something that is a one and done thing. This is something where sometimes I call my brother and I ask him, I need to inventory this. Ask me the questions, go. And I try to attempt to <laughs> rationalize and go through that inventory process to get to Your part. my part. No, no, I want to make sure we're clear on this. Not to get to their part, right? Right? Because they got a lot of their part. We see that. But to get to my part. Right? So please, 
even if you just unlock this a little bit in, in this idea, my main point, my main goal for tonight in an inventory is that you unlock a little bit of your part that you have been denying, that you keep pushing, that you keep, you know, the hands up, so to speak. Step four is we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And so that's what we're attempting to do. Uh, we're taking a searching and fearless moral inventory. Lamentations 340, a, a verse here that we read every single week. Let us examine our ways and test them. Let us return to the Lord that we're encouraged in scripture to examine our life. And that's what we're doing in an inventory. We are examining the areas that we've experienced pain, hurt, struggle. And through that, in my part, we probably see I have dysfunctional character defects, don't I? But please, as you do an inventory, it's a process. It's where we're heading. We don't just do an inventory and stop. Because if we did, that'd be depressing. <laughs> it would be. We keep going after step four. Step four is not the last step. But we're going through a process here. It might not feel nice to go through an inventory process. Why? Because there's some really hurtful things that you have dealt with as a kid and as an adult. And so may we examine our ways. We're invited to a place of honesty and transparency and self-examination. May we do that. We're invited to a chance to get out of childlike mentality. Don't we still have some of those? It just kind of morphed into an adult child mentality where it's still kind of there and it's still kind of lingering. Yeah, we don't throw fits and wah, but we kind of do in an adult way, don't we? Amen. I'm right there with you. A chance to stop the blame and the victim mentality and discover my part. And so I'm probably going to say that 50,000 times tonight. But I want us to get it. <laughs> I want us to get the whole goal of an inventory is to not be stuck. In the big book of AA, um, I've actually just recently been introduced by my sponsor. And when, he, when I say introduce, I've been forced uh, you, you've kind of wrecked your own life uh, through a lot of different dysfunctions that you have. You need to read that book of AA. Okay. Yay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm so grateful. This is great material. It's great material. I've been really blessed by my sponsor to be able to do that. So... Um, in Big Book of AA, page 58, some of you have heard this before. Maybe, maybe this is for the very first time, but some really good wise words here. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to the simple program. So those who do not recover, you are here because you want to recover. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. So please get the next few things, right? So those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to the simple program, what we call the 12 steps of recovery. And for those of you, because I, I grew up in the church, and for those of you thinking to yourself, well, Jesus is the only answer, I understand that the 12 steps point to Jesus. 
Jesus isn't without the 12 steps. We are inviting Jesus along with the 12 steps here. And it's almost uh, systematic Christianity, what I like to think, because I, my mind is all messed up. And I need some help in order to, hey, what's the next step and what's the next step and so forth. Usually men and women who constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. So number one, cannot or will not completely give themselves over to Jesus is God, Jesus can work miracles, and I need to uh, examine my life, I need to see my part in situations so I stop blaming and playing a victim, I need to get to character defects, I need to ask God to remove those things, I need to get to amends and forgiveness. It's pointing out within us basic biblical principles. But those who do not recover, I hope you see this, are incapable of being honest with themselves. So in an inventory, and you go through an inventory, let's go through it real quick. Oh, the, the person, that damage. And then the situation, you're like, yeah, that situation was horrible. I hated it. And then we get to the feelings. Yeah, I felt this, and I felt this, and I felt this. Then we get to the next thing where I, the next column, the fourth column there, and I go, uh, these are the belief systems that I started to believe whether they were true or not. Yeah, I get this. And then eventually, we get to my part, and you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what my part is. But those first four columns are, f- are filled up. That's where we're stuck. We're stuck because we're, 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 we're focused so much on those first four columns, and we need to get to discovering my part of how have I reacted to this dysfunction that has happened to me? How have I responded to that? And so will we choose to get honest with ourselves and what did we numb out to in order to not deal with this mentally there's a lot of my part that you might seem to find in your life see the my part hang up some of you are stuck with a bully experience in your life you experienced a bully in your life and you're still stuck there maybe it's an overbearing parent And all you can see is how rude and how mean and how destructive they were in your life. Maybe it was that that person that represents the abuser in your life. And you can't get past that. You're still stuck with 100% them. Maybe you're stuck on the spouse betrayal. And with these things, I hope you don't think I'm insensitive. I'm not trying to be. But this is the reality of the sin that we have to deal with this side of heaven. Maybe it's the friend betrayal that you're still stuck on. Maybe it's the blame or victim mentality that you're still stuck on. Brothers, sisters, get to my part, please. Discover it. And sponsors, accountability partners, I'm talking to you. Don't let them wiggle out of my part. As difficult as that may be, don't let them wiggle out of what God can do within them as far as leading them towards forgiveness and leading them towards amends and leading them to, I have character defects through this horrible event. Don't let your sponsee wiggle out. There is fear and pain. I get it. Doing an inventory is not necessarily a pleasant thing to do. 
There's a verse called, uh, search me, oh God, and know my heart. It's one of my favorite um, verses as I do in inventory because a lot, of, a lot of things that happen to me in my life, sometimes I've done the, like I forget situation be, because it's painful or because I don't like the situation. So I do my best to ignore it, to not deal with it. And so this verse definitely applies to me. Maybe it does for you. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test my thoughts. Point out anything you find in me that makes you sad and lead me along the path of everlasting life. I like that search me, lead me, because we're pointing the emphasis on God doing it for me. (laughs) God, I need you to help me see what inventory entries do I need. And as I do an inventory entry... What's my part, Lord? Help me. Help me, Lord. I'm not seeing it. My my part's blank. God, help me to see the dysfunction that I create after that, even though the hurt is there. Help me to see those things. In um, the inventory is discovering the true character of who I am, that I'm selfish, that I'm self-centered, that I'm consumed by self. But don't forget, the inventory is also pointing out a couple things. It's, it's pointing out that I'm addicted on so many levels. Not only am I addicted to the classic alcohol, drugs, uh, sex, food, but I'm also addicted possibly to affirmation, where I need someone to give me the, the attaboys or the girls. And that's keeping me stuck because I'm expecting everyone else to do it for me, but what I need is the Lord to do it for me, and I need to be content with that. But I I still struggle with that. Some of us are addicted to drama. That everyone's looking around there like, oh. (laughs) Not me, right? No, no, no. They're trying to get affirmation right there. Uh, <laughs> some of us are addicted to drama like we, we <laughs> sorry <laughs> what was that <laughs> yeah that's what it is we'll, we'll just say it's that Some of us are addicted to drama. (laughs) I can't even go anymore. (laughs) How do you get out of dial? Step one, right? All right. Some of us are also addicted to self-sabotaging. I know that's for me, too. Where I might be irritated with life and frustrated... And I'm, I'm faced with a family that's doing really, really good. They're laughing, having a good old time. But I, send, I tend to bring my irritation and frustration into the family. And I totally self-sabotage my whole family. Maybe that you, maybe something some different. We're addicted to these things. Why? Because it, it goes back to ourselves, isn't it? I don't feel good, therefore everyone's going to suffer 
around me. In the big book of AA, page 62, it says selfishness and uh, selfishness, self-centeredness, that we think is the root of our troubles. See, some of us, we don't give it enough credit. We think a lot of our root issues are selfishness and self-centeredness. That is true. But look, driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity, we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. It's much more than selfishness and self-centeredness. Are we seeing it? Do we have a part in that? Probably. Self-pity, my part. Self-delusion, my part. Self-seeking, my part. Fear, my part. Discover your part, my friends. It's worth it. Because it will get us closer to what God's called us to do which is rely on him for my character defects to be healed and get me towards reconciliation, forgiveness, and bringing people together again. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that at some time in the past we have made decisions based on self, which later place us in a position to be hurt. We've made a decision based on self, which gets us to fear, Self-delusion, self-seeking, self-pity. And all we can see is, oh, it's, I have a little bit of selfishness. We have a little bit more than just a little, than selfishness. More than likely. Discover your part. May it be the longest column in your inventory. May you fill my part with a lot of different character defects of you. See, one of the areas that maybe is in your inventory is your mind. How about your mind? Is it a happy place all the time? <laughs> Do not conform to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans 12, 2. See, we, we want to be transformed, but notice that, that word I underlined, renewing. That in, in an inventory, we're asking God, this isn't a renewed concept and I'm done we're asking God to renew our mind over and over and over and over again so the, for those of you thinking I'm done I've mastered recovery you have not that's why you're still here thank you for being here <laughs> if you know someone that's not here still extend an invite as we know we can mess ourselves up rather quickly a couple questions you might think to yourself and we'll put them up here have you guarded your minds in the past? I know one of the things that I ran with was my wife is my enemy. That really jacked my, my, my life up in so many ways. That my wife is my enemy. So not true. But do you see how our minds can play tricks on us? And your mind can also play tricks on you. Have you filled your mind with hurtful and unhealthy movies, internet sites, television programs, magazines, and books? Yes, yes, yes. Except for books, because I don't really read, but. But uh, <laughs> I read the Bible. But there you go. Um, you know, lots of different things. 
um, you know, one of the things is not up there, but I remember filling my mind with, with music, you know, Dr. Dre and Snoop and uh, Tupac and uh, Casey and JoJo, <laughs> Warren G. Eminem was a little bit after me, but, but uh, you know, those were some, some of the, some of the rappers and, and things at the time that I, that I filled my mind up with a bunch of their worldview. And I pretended like, oh, that doesn't affect me. But I filled my mind with trash. Have you failed to concentrate on the positive truths of the Bible? Let's hear wisdom from scripture. Let's hear wisdom. Our next section maybe to look at is our body. And go ahead and go to the next one because I'm running out of time. <laughs> I always run out of time, don't I? I? I'm so sorry. In what ways have you mistreated your body? It's a long list, isn't it? Could this be alcohol, drugs, food, self-harm, sex, ex exercise or no exercise or food or no food? There's a lot of inner battles going on in there. What activities or habits cause harm to your physical health? Maybe we can answer some of those questions and add an inventory entry. Go ahead and go to the next one because it's a big one. Your family. Do you think your family has pushed you towards an inventory entry? Yeah. Yeah, I think they have. The one that we had when we grew up, the one that we have now, and maybe the one I just had a little while ago, or maybe the couple of families that I had. Sorry, not trying to be insensitive, but that's, we have been pushed this direction to deal with some of these things. Go ahead and go to the next questions. Have you mistreated anyone in your family? I remember calling my brother over and over and over again. Fat boy. I sure created an inventory entry for him. There's countless times I gave instruction, discipline, and lectures. I, I, wanna, I wanna make sure I, 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 like my kids, I love them. And I have instructions and I have um, um, discipline and lectures to give them and I had great intention in fact like it was good for me to do that but what I had in there which was my part was I was impatient I was stone cold and I was critical as can be and all my kids could see dad's angry they couldn't see anything that I said all they could see was dad's angry so discovering our part, we can have well intentions. We can do the right thing, supposedly. But even in that, we mess up. Let's go to the last slide, because that's all we have time for. <laughs> One more. In your inventory, discover your true character. And how do we do that? We've got to get to your part. Get a sponsor. Once you got a sponsor, if you're a sponsor or, or accountability partner, don't let them wiggle out of my part, please. 
Please be part of their recovery journey and ask them a tough question. Don't let them wiggle out. Yes, they could say, I've got no part in the aspect of what they did, but what was my response to it? And how has that created dysfunction in your life? So that they can discover their part. Get in a step study, ask how to do an inventory entry. Don't run away, because this is the step where people start running away. Don't run away from the process. Remember, this is step forward, not step 12. We're going somewhere with it, okay? We're going somewhere. And lastly, discover my part. Have a great conversation, open share groups, Maybe this unlocked an aspect of discovering your part, and I hope it has. Uh, the focus question for tonight are, what tools do you use when you find it difficult to discover your part? How have you been challenged to discover your part? Okay, so would you have an amazing conversation, not a conversation, but you know how open chair groups go, so yes. All right, would you stand with me as we do the serenity prayer? God. Josh. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you over the next. One more, one more thing real quick. It, someone lost their keys, so if you found keys. Okay, awesome. Have a great time in group. Thank you guys.